Welcome to another episode of Bleezy Listening. I am your host, S. Bleezy. It is Monday, January 22nd, midnight. I just was watching football games on this Sunday night, as I'm sure most people were. And I didn't watch any regular season games, and I barely watched any of these games that we're airing today. Between Kansas City and somebody else, somebody else, somebody else. I don't even know. But my question that kept coming on, coming up in my head was, is this corny? Is this shit corny? Like, am I missing something? Like, I grew up with it like everybody else. You know, I never played football other than like a little bit in PE in middle school or whatever. Or, like, on the beach with my friends, you know. Um, We weren't, like, drilling each other with our heads, though. It was, like, you know, either touch football or, like, tackle. But, like, you know, you grab the person. I don't know. It wasn't, like, you weren't weren't diving into people. I never did, like, full contact football. Um, I like the game, I guess, to play it like any other game, honestly. Like, it's not that even that cool of a game. But, um... Or at least I should say it's as cool as any other. Like, the ball is cool. I guess it's different. It's cool to throw. Once you learn how to throw it pretty far, you feel pretty badass as a kid, I remember. Playing catch with my dad and stuff. He liked football, but, like, I don't know. I'm just watching these games today. I was thinking, man, is this shit fucking corny or what? So... I don't know, I was really thinking about it, and then I started looking stuff up. You know, as people are happily watching the game, you know, which I... This is part of the problem, is so many people like this fucking game. Like, I don't know. I I mean, I guess it's not really the game as much as the league itself. Once I, like, started looking into it a little bit, it just seems like the sport is whatever, but, like, the professional league, the NFL, is fucking corny. I'll, I'm... I'm going to argue that. And it's like, this is corny on so many different levels. It's bad. And like, I should, I should define corny, first of all, for people who don't, you know, people who don't know something corny, uh, the term itself actually is corny, corny. But anyways, um, it's something that's like old fashioned or obvious, uh, something that's lacking subtlety tiresome, not original, mawkishly sentimental. These are some definitions you find if you go online. Um, yeah, this is like the NFL to me. It's like something maybe, it, I, I don't know, it just seems like something from the days of yore, the past. Um, yeah, so this shit is corny on so many different levels. There's the individual level, like the players themselves, the fans themselves as individuals, the um, the coaching staff, the people who work in the stadiums, the people affected by the stadiums, like in the outer communities, these individuals, it's, this is, I'm going to argue, fucking corny as shit for. On a community level, again, with the stadiums and the fucking drunkenness, hooliganism, 
and then on the just complete like society level, like the, the, the worldwide level, or at least the national level of just like for a nation, for the U.S., the United States of America, is this a good thing or is it corny? I mean, my friends and I will judge something usually on a scale from corny being the lowest to, to horny being the best. So, you know, all there are, there are horny aspects to the NFL like mainly the players and some of the fans but that's not even enough to to make me argue that the nfl is mad horny or anything like that it's just completely corny to me um on the individual level i was looking up this article from usnews.com february 9th 2023 in Autopsies studied over 90% of former NFL players showed signs of brain disease, CTE. Now, this is like the main gripe. Even like people who are pro NFL, this is their main like concern with the league. Like it leads to this brain disease in players that play it um, for a long time. It's called CTE, chronic traumatic encephalopathy encephalopathy damn maybe i got a touch of it because i can't even say that fucking word chronic traumatic encephalopathy whatever anyways it's a brain disease and i'm not going to go too into any one of these reasons i'm just going to mention these things i'm going to cite where i fucking read them from so you can look it up for yourself if you want um yeah so this is brain disease cte leads to depression suicidal thoughts aggression mood swings may lead to dementia. So I'm like reading these article after article. Well, I mean, I read a fucking couple articles about talking about CTE and how, like this article, it says over 90% of former NFL players, the brains, the, this this study that was studying brains of players that have died, right? Over 90% of the, form, of the brains that, of the NFL players that they studied had CTE. And so... Like, that's kind of, I mean, you can't really argue that, but, uh, I mean, aside from the, uh, obvious shit about why it's so bad, I didn't even think about, you stopped to think about the fact that it's not just something that occurs in old age. This is something that people could live with for like 30, 40 years. We're like, they're, con- they're like having these bouts of fucking aggression, uh, depressed, they're depressed, thinking about suicide and shit, like, Imagine an ex NFL player being all aggressive and like it's just not because they got a brain, because they got like some shit that's growing in their brain. You know what I mean? A disease. This shit is horrible. And then pretty much every brain that they studied had it. I don't know. Um, anyway, so I <laughs> I was looking up this shit, and then there's, there's this one like they were like, okay, well, what what can we do about it? And there's this one. Um, like thing that I read about, it's called the stop hitting kids in the head campaign, (laughs) which advocates no sport tackling before age 14. Well, let me just say that again. The stop hitting kids in the head campaign. (laughs) If I was a celebrity or something playing for a charity and they asked me like, what charity are you playing for? I'd be like, I am playing for the stop hitting kids in the head campaign. Like, that's one I don't think... <laughs> that's one we we could all get behind. 
And um, yeah, this sport, this sport is so bad. This this American football sport is so bad that they got to fucking make a campaign about stop, stop. Don't let kids play it before the age of 14, like fully, like the full contact sport. Like, and even then you think about, okay, so this week we're just talking about the NFL, but just to get in the NFL, you got to go through high school and college, you know, that's a lot of hits to the young brain, the young developing mind. And like most of those kids in high school and a lot of them in college don't even make it to the NFL. So it's like, they're getting the CTE with none of the glory, you know, um, or money, which, you know, the money we'll talk about next. Um, so I read this Forbes article, Forbes.com, February 9th, 2015. Five reasons why 80% of retired NFL players go broke. And this is fucking Forbes. They know money, you know. Um, I mean, this was 2015, but I, I guarantee you, you could, it's probably even more, you know, probably even higher percentage even now today. Five reasons why 80% of the retired NFL players go broke. First three years. Okay, I'm just going to list some of the reasons. Um, first three years out of the league. Oh, okay. So 80% of the retired NFL players go broke for the, the, so that means even more, that means probably even a higher percentage go broke after that. So this is within the first three years that they leave the fucking NFL. They go broke. Uh, reasons for this, uh, lack of competent financial planning advice. And that's not surprising when you think about the fact that all they've ever done was prepare to be in the NFL, you know, probably they didn't, you know, they weren't like learning about finance and nobody, not really a lot of people are, to be honest. It's not like I was either. I'm not saying that they should have been. I'm just saying like they, they have no financial background or anything, planning, advice, anything, you know? Um, and then it says they su- supporting a village, meaning like a lot of the times these NFL players, like they support a lot of people, mainly a lot of their fucking kids and baby mamas. But, um, that we leading to the next reason for being broke divorce fucking got, you know, a wife takes half your money. Sometimes you'll marry for status. If you're an NFL player, I'm just, you know, I'm just I'm just saying, I don't even know. I'm not getting any stats on this, but like, I would imagine a lot of these NFL players, if they do marry, it's for status or whatever, some like bad bitch or whatever. And then like, you know, she ends up taking half the money when she, when she splits lickety split, like the motherfucking ACL. Another reason, lack of preparation for second career yeah again they were just preparing their whole lives to be nfl players i mean maybe more so now or like thinking about afterwards but you know i hope i hope so but anyways all this to say uh all this to say that like a big reason would be like to be in the nfl would be like oh the money it's fucking money you know but like a lot of these players averaging not not as not as much as tom brady you know what i'm saying it's like 750, 800,000, 900,000, you know what I mean? Like for the average player for what? Like 3 years? 4 maybe, you know, average. So it's like yeah, that's more money than the average person, you know, with like a degree or something, but at the same time they're riddled with their brains riddled with CTE and they got everybody around them thinking that they're fucking endless supply of money, you know, and then like Dude, it's gotta it's gotta be a hard place to be in. I wouldn't even I don't even envy those guys, honestly. Like 
Anyways, you got, um, okay, so that's the players. Now, even, like, the coaching staff, that seems like a pretty stressful job, too, obviously, you know, to say the least. You're on the hook for, you know, everybody's going to look at you if they lose, if the team loses, right? And then, like, so that leads to, like, you don't even really have job security, you you might even be a coach for one season, you know, if it doesn't if it really doesn't go well. And then like I don't know, I was looking up articles. There was like some LA Times article back back in like I don't know, I don't even remember. It was talking about how like a bunch of coaches were like having health problems probably related to their stress. Like one of them like just fell over, keeled over on the golf course and somebody else had a stroke when they were like going back to the locker room and shit. I I don't know. Like it's needless to say, it's stressful for the coaches um stressful for the players the fans i mean that i guess that like the argument would be for the whole thing just the whole thing in general why why does it even exist is it's entertainment it's entertaining there's a net there's a there's a beneficial entertainment going on for the fans although i don't really find it that inter- entertaining i find it kind of boring honestly but like there, I can admit there are, like, certain points where it can be entertaining. Now, my wife, the beautiful Layla Bailey, is is an, uh, is a sports fan, and she likes the Carolina Panthers in the NFL. She picked the team because she wanted to have a team. It was before L.A. had the Rams. It was between the time that L.A. had the Rams, and... She wanted a team, and she liked the colors, and I think she liked the players, some of the players. I don't even know. For whatever reason, honestly, it's just as arbitrary as you think about it as most people picking a team. It's like, oh, you live in the same city they play in? A lot of these players don't even live in the same city they play in. And for damn sure, they don't hang out there the whole time, the whole year. You know, if they're on that team for their whole career, which is, I I don't even know. I would imagine pretty rare these days. But anyways, all I'm saying is there's not a lot of loyalty from the from the players themselves. So I don't understand the loyalty of these fans other than that fact that it is corny as fuck. Nostalgia thinking about, Oh, like I remember when my dad was drinking and I'd sit on his lap and we'd watch this game. It's like, dude, this shit is fucking lame. But anyways, I don't know. Maybe I just have some of my personal biases and stuff, but like all I'm saying is my wife's team for all the joy she got out of the games which I don't even know how much that is, honestly. Like, it, it, it's, when her team loses, which I guess for the Panthers was most of the time, it fucking, like, legit killed her mood. Like, this thing, which is, like, I get it, you know? Like, I was, I guess I was a Lakers fan when they're, like, when I was younger and stuff. I get being loyal to the team or, or, or having that as, like, it's cool, it's fun, you know? I get it. But, like, at the same time, like, why cause yourself to have any kind of, like, depression or whatever? because of a loss like i remember we had a super bowl party one time when the panthers went to the super bowl um and like they lost and it was like oh my god she was so pissed and wasn't i it, it was almost like in my eyes not even worth it to have the party and shit i'm like dude why did we even do this this is dumb like you're so she was legit pissed but anyways i don't know like i'm not trying to come down i'm just trying to use her as an example for fans and i know that she's not even that extreme of an, an example like there i from videos you see of people like throwing shit at their flat screens and destroying their shit and like you know people just get all drunk and shit it's like i don't know i'm kind of 
you know, I'm, I'm like two years sober now. So it's like, I'm kind of like in the, in the stage of, of like anger towards alcohol. What is it like the seven stages of grief or whatever? It's like, I'm in the stage of like being kind of angry towards alcohol and drinking behavior. I don't know, but that's not to say that drinking isn't, can't be fun and responsible and drinking when your team's winning and you're with your friends. I mean, I get it. Like I say, I'm going to keep saying like, I do understand some of the benefits, but I'm just saying like, the shit is corny. Okay, so on the community level, I mean, the, okay, so I was first brought to my attention that these stadiums, these uh, arenas, these football arenas are a bad thing for the community because was it John Oliver did a piece on it for the HBO show, whatever his show is. I think it's John Oliver. Anyways, um, you know that British dude that does the HBO show where he's talking shit about Americans in our ways. But anyways, um, he was talking about how these uh, NFL arenas are like actually super bad for the communities and shit. And um, although I don't remember too much about that, I did really, uh, watch it at the time. It was like years ago I saw that shit. Um, but then I was just looking into it a little bit and let's see this taxpayers are on the hook for billions worth of new arenas currently so i guess in 2023 there's like a new proposal for an arena in our country like every fucking day and these arenas apparently are paid for by the taxpayers which you know th- that doesn't have to be these fools they're not it's not like they're not making money you know what i mean like the fucking colleges could pitch in. Everybody could pitch in that's getting money off of this um, this league. And a lot of it ain't the players. I'll tell you that much. It's like the fucking, you know, franchises or whatever, the owners. Um, so this is like community subsidized thing that doesn't benefit the community and only benefits a small number of rich people. Actually, come to think of it, that is pretty American. But it's not good for the people like me you know, who don't even watch fucking football. Like, there's, a, there's like a libertarian argument against public school system, and it's like, hey, I, if, if my kid's not going to school, why should I pay into it? Like, I, my kid went to school, I paid in, into it while he was there, and now, now he graduated or she graduated, why do I have to pay into it? And, like, honestly, I think there's, like, something to that. It's like, why does everybody have to pay into the fucking public school system? Like, it doesn't make a lot of sense to me, and there's plenty of money out there. It's not like... I know the public schools always get shorted in the, in the fucking government spending anyway. So it's like, I don't know. All I'm saying is like, um, this, this should be like that too, where it's like, I don't want my tax dollars going to a fucking arena like that. I'm not even going to watch, you know what I mean? And it like, I don't know, like just, just glancing at these articles and talking about how bad for the cities, these arenas are like, okay. So this Michigan journal of economics, January 15, 2022, cities should not pay for new stadiums. Um, It just talks about how sports sports facilities attract neither tourists nor new industry. And this stuff is all backed by studies, like extensive studies done. In this case, I think this was a Boston or Berkeley University, Berkeley study. I don't know. All of you can look up the fucking article. Sports facilities attract neither tourists nor new industry. None of the revenue goes back into the community. That's straight up 
from a study like not it's not it does not make money for the community whatsoever most people who work at the stadiums are low wage part-time workers to maintain the stadium instead of industries that are substitutes for sports like other entertainment with more full-time better paying jobs like if the city wants if the taxpayer if they're gonna city's gonna use the taxpayer money to build something for the people of the city they need to build something like a fucking uh place where they can put on performances um or something like that or or maybe like a village of um studios where students can go create shit with government money or something like that like something like um like a movie studio system or like a tech industry hub or something like um i dude that was just off the top of my fucking head i thought of all those examples like so many things that we're gonna spend that could that could be built like a new um i don't know like aquarium or a new like museum or something something cool something dope like a like a children's museum with like all kinds of like equipment to climb on and shit like dude there's like could be a whole complex of like a family complex of like you can bring your family here there's all kinds of um stuff to do with your kids learning there's shops uh community shops and stuff like people in the community can work at like dude like there's okay i'm not i'm I'm gonna stop it's starting to make me a little bit pissed off but anyways these these no that's not what we're gonna spend our money on we're gonna spend our money as taxpayers on this fucking stadium like literally like that's all the bread and circus analogy from the ancient rome like the fall of ancient rome was was going on and meanwhile the the fucking peasants the plebs we're too busy worried about what chariot racer in the in the circus, whatever the fucking circus Maximus, what um, gladiator they were was their gladiator. And they would always be fighting amongst each other about which gladiator and which fucking chariot racer or whatever was better. Meantime, the fucking empire is burning and falling and nobody was like paying attention because as long as you give them that's the whole thing, like as long as you give them entertainment like this in this stadium, this fucking stadiums that closely resemble the Colosseum, fucking Rome, you know what I mean? Like, it's like, it's right there. Like, it's, we're, we've become that right there. It's like these bloodthirsty fucking fans in the stadiums, like, gorging themselves on junk food and getting drunk on fucking alcohol. Like, it's disgusting to me. But anyways, like, it's the bread and it's the whole thing. It's like, anyways, fuck, where was I? Anyways, one more thing about, like, just the community, sports fans, alcohol use, violent behavior, and the whole tie-in. It's like this article from KSBY.com, November 19th, 2023, so pretty recent, said 39% of NFL fans have witnessed a crime at or around an NFL stadium, including physical violence and public intoxication. So that's like almost 40%. <laughs> so if you go to an NFL stadium, you almost got a 40% chance of seeing somebody... Well, they say public intoxication. I would say there's a 100% chance of seeing some public intoxication. I think they mean where somebody's like real fucked up um, or actual physical violence, which you see a lot of videos lately um, of fans like just molly each other. You know, it's not... What I'm saying is like... For all the families that like to get together with each other and watch their team, you know, uh, like an old 
American thing, pastime, which honestly, it's like more of a baseball thing and a basketball thing to like get together with your family and watch. The football thing is more like the the, the bros, you know, the guys. It's fucking Sundays for the guys or whatever that quote is. It's like, I don't, for as much camaraderie as it fucking fosters this, this dumbass sport, think of all the like bullshit that has to go on after these games. You know what I mean? Where like all the, all the fucking bravado and shit talking about, about teams that these, these fans don't have anything to do with, honestly. Like, <laughs> these fools are so proud when their team wins. It's like, dude, you are a loser if you wear a shirt with some other dude's name on, on your back. Like, that seems like fucking weird to me. It always has. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. That's, like, I could go on about the community, and honestly, all this shit is, like, interwoven, but, like, it's, like, it's it's really crazy how fucking corny the NFL is. Okay, now let's get into just why the NFL is so bad for just society in general, just American life. It has, I'm going to argue it is net negative on our way of life just even its existence because like it it does have so much influence because whatever it does to the human psychology the part of our brain that seeks this kind of brutal conflict you know what i mean this blood sport or whatever it is not a blood sport but you know what i mean it's like it's right there it's like violent or whatever and it's like for no real reason <laughs> i don't know um it's it's influential like the it has gotten to a place in our society where like the fucking spin doctors and the propagandists they know how to they know that it's influential you know what i mean and they'll use that shit against us in a lot of ways you know but like even aside from that aspect of it like the whole marketing and whatever like the whole even aside from that shit if you look at it from the perspective of all the kids that look up to these players and what kind of role model these players are, you'll see that, like, they're not even people that should be idolized. The players. Like, they, their, their influence, their, their being role models is bad influence on our society. Um, so, <laughs> I mean, it's pretty well known that, uh, they are criminals. A lot of the NFL players, past and present, are fucking, like, criminals. But, like, um, so this is from org, which is like some stat website. It was from 2016, 2023. I mean, uh, December 16th, 2023. Professional athletes, domestic violence statistics. Okay. Some of this shit is fucking crazy. Okay. Like, okay. NFL players have a domestic violence arrest rate 55.4% higher than the national average. So, for perspective, the National Hockey League players have domestic violent rates of 0.1%. That's 0.1%. And the domestic violence arrest rate for the NFL, 55% higher than the actual national average. It's even higher, right? It goes on to say that a 2018 study found that domestic violence rates among pro athletes were undercounted by up to 44% due to 
unreported incidents, which makes sense because a lot of these women who are beaten by their fucking abusive NFL player husbands, they learned not to not to speak up. You know what I mean? They already learned, hopefully the first time, not to fucking speak up. So they don't they're not too 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 quick to to run to run to talk about it. You know what I mean? If they know that they gotta live with this fucking guy the rest of their life or whatever. Um I don't know. I think that anybody that is hitting women, any dude that is hitting, let alone a fucking strong-ass alpha male football player, but any dude, any dude that's hitting women or children, if it's not in, like, straight-up self-defense, which, I'm sorry, like, I, 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 these are talking about guys who have been arrested. The percentage of black players in the NFL, um, domestic violence arrest rate so the guys have been convicted of it like so it wasn't like self-defense or anything so i'm just like anybody who's doing that is a fucking loser in my opinion like you can't handle your emotions probably because of cte you need to get that shit checked out you need to go to a fucking doctor not take it out on your wife you know your kid or whatever like that's ridiculous it's fucking ridiculous and these dudes okay get this the nfl players with a history of domestic violence are suspended on average for 1.5 games. Meaning, meaning, these guys that get fucking convicted of beating their wives and beating their kids and shit, the, the, the only thing the NFL does for them is suspend them for like one or two games. Like, they're not, they should be, at the very least, like, labeled, they should put a little label, a little pin on their jersey, a little fucking fist knocking out some woman on their jersey to remind everybody what we're dealing with here. You know, like, it's talking about fucking, I remember when Mike Vick got busted for the whole dog fighting ring where he was like torturing dogs and shit. And every, I, dude, the sentiment around it a lot from a lot of people a lot of these nfl fans were like oh it's fucking dog fighting it's kind of a cultural thing in the south or whatever i'm like what the fuck are you talking about dude this fool was body slamming and electrocuting dogs and drowning them and shit innocent dogs anybody who has a dog should have been like dude what the fuck like and i kind of understand it more now because this fool had cte probably his brain probably had some demon growing in his brain or some shit telling him to choke out his dog but like i swear to god man these fools are not to be idolized at all um because even the ones that are fucking not beating their wives it's not like they're talking out speaking out a lot about it you know what i mean anyways one more thing i thought was a little bit noteworthy was um and i'm not claiming any correlation or anything like that but so that that study that said the NFL players had a domestic violence arrest rate almost 56% higher than the national average. Well, I looked it up, and um, as of 2022, the percentage of black players in the NFL was about 57% higher than the national average. So that's like, I don't know if that's just a coincidence or what, but (laughs) anyways. um, Yeah, so these guys, you know, there's, I I read some Bleacher Report article from like 2009 where the guy was talking about how NFL has more convicts than your average jail. Uh, anyways, like it, these 
the, the fact that the the league isn't doing more about this, like, or just making it more public or whatever, I don't even know, like, this is a problem for sure. But anyways, whatever. That's So that's, like, more, more of, like, I don't even know how you fix that shit, but... <clears throat> This is something that I'm pretty interested in. Is the NFL rigged? Now, that same Bleacher Report article from 20, uh, 2009 by a guy named Iceman, um, he was talking about how there's this guy named Miami Mitch. <laughs> I guess he's a sports writer. And he wrote an article on refs throwing the game, um, which is apparently more than enough evidence to say that it is rigged and the only little bit that i did research i saw on reddit they were talking about this case uh mayor versus belichick which happened some jets fans sued the patriots for fraud um around the whole time of that spygate thing or whatever it was and the and so like this is significant because the court ruling was that the NFL as a league doesn't have any like obligation to run a fair game. Their obligation is to put on a football game. And if you buy a ticket or you watch it on TV or whatever, their only obligation is to provide a football game. And it's like, legally speaking, they were like, we can't, um, uh, like, we can't... There's nothing we can do legally to, to ensure that this, the fucking league, like, is on the up and up. Like, what are we going to do? Have a have a governmental ref in the game? Like, it doesn't make any sense. Like, uh, the role of... It's not the role of judges and juries to be second-guessing the decision taken by a professional sports league. That was the official ruling after, like, the third appeal or whatever. So it's like, they're pretty much saying, like, listen, this is like fucking wrestling, man. Like, they're putting on a show... You're paying for the show. Don't come at us if you don't think the fucking show. You know what I mean? Like, this shit is a racket, man. This shit is a money laundering fucking scheme, you know? And the people that are smart enough or got the inside knowledge on it are making a shit ton of money. And, you know, I, they, you know they're saying that this shit's going to change with AI now. So that'll be interesting. But it's not like the, the house doesn't have AI, too. It's just like anything else, man. The house always wins. Gambling is just another reason why it's bad for the individual. And I'm I'm willing to bet a lot of this gambling money doesn't go back into the community, if you know what I mean. It's probably goes to fucking China or something, but um yeah, I'm willing to say the NFL is rigged, knowing nothing about it, but just reading from some <laughs> some some people on Reddit and uh some sports writer named Iceman. But it was funny because this Iceman guy he wrote an article, like, again, from t 2009, but I don't know how much has changed since then, but it, the article is called Seven Reasons Why the NFL is a Joke. And um, just a couple of the reasons. Because, <clears throat> like, again, I don't even watch it. I don't even watch the game, really. So I don't... Like, I'm familiar with it because I kind of grew up with it, but, like, I don't fucking watch this shit. But according to Iceman, all NFL offenses are exactly the same. There is no creativity, and that is the fucking definition of corny unoriginal bullshit, right? <laughs> Iceman, he also says that the NFL has more convicts than your average jail. We went over that. He also says the NFL's regular season is almost pointless. 
due to the fact that your team could make the playoffs with more than six losses. So this is makes it fucking not even exciting. If your team can lose six times, they don't even play that many games. I don't, I don't even know how many regular season games there are, but if you can lose, I know there's not that many, and you can lose like fucking half of them and still get to the playoffs, then what, what is the point? You know what I mean? I guess the same can be said for a lot of these sports, but that's honestly, again, why I'm not even a sports guy. But beyond the whole aspect of the whole sport, right? The fact that the elite and the, like I said, the people who make propaganda to have us act against our own best wishes have realized that this sport or this league is fucking influential. That's why they run all this military shit. Like there's always military salutes and talking about like, all oh, this guy's from the military. They're always talking about the military flying fucking jets over the stadium which is like a double negative it's a stadium that taxpayer paid for a jet that taxpayer paid for none of which are we going to get anything a uh, benefit out of right um then like just the fact that it steers culture like look at uh this whole taylor swift bullshit going on right now her boyfriend who just won won today he was a kansas city chief so the congratulations but he fucking I remember, like, he was doing, like, vaccine ads and shit for during the pandemic and telling people to get their vaccines. This is arguably the most popular guy in the league right now. He's pushing the vaccine. That's shady. You know what I mean? That's just shady. I, no matter how you feel about the fucking vaccine, that is shady. Um, look at, yeah, T-Sweeze now is in the mix, of course. Uh, these Super Bowl halftime shows, they are clearly designed to like push whatever the fuck like demonic shit is going on in the agenda of the elites because their shit doesn't even make any sense a lot of them if you go back i don't want to get into the super bowl halftime shows that's a whole episode in and of itself maybe i'll do one um closer to the super bowl or whatever but even that shit is corny to me but like the, the the halftime shows when i was a kid that shit was fire I'm not even going to front. I enjoy halftime shows or whatever, even if they are Illuminati programming. I've been subjected to it my whole life, so I've come to fucking like it, I guess. But the halftime shows are fire. I do enjoy, like... Actually, you know what? It's funny because, like, the whole thing about the the Super Bowl for people that aren't into the sports are there, you're still going to be... You're, like, literally excited for the commercials. Commercialism at its finest showcased at the top highest level just what it is to be a, an american consumer with these fucking commercials you know like mostly car commercials alcohol commercials drug commercials amazon commercials i don't even know what else is going to be on but it's not anything good again these these commercials are going to be steering society they always talk about they show weird shit in it prophecies or whatever the halftime shows themselves and then one of the worst aspects to the Super Bowl while we're on the subject is the tie to human trafficking in that it's weird. I was looking for articles about it and a lot of articles are, are really like weird about it. They're like, there's no hard statistics. I'm like, yeah, no fucking does. There's no hard statistics. Who's, who's doing the hard stats? Who's doing the scientific research and stats on human trafficking? I don't know. Like they're saying like, the, the conspiracy is that the cities that host these halftime, these uh, Super Bowls, 
are like human traffickers like that's that's where they go to me it's like a convention for human trafficking apparently which again i couldn't find much i couldn't find much about that same has been said for the olympic games too the the olympic um brings human traffickers out i don't know like they meet they meet up it's like a i don't know like i said like some kind of convention or something apparently but i couldn't get many um I couldn't get much information on that, but I did. I was looking at this one article that was talking about it. And I saw this fucking stat that blew my mind. It said that uh, there are 50 million people today that are trapped in slavery. And this article was talking about the human trafficking at the last year's Super Bowl. So they were saying the Phoenix, it happened in Phoenix or whatever. They are saying... So 50 million people trapped in slavery. It's enough to fill every seat of the Phoenix State Farm Stadium every day for the next two years. So next time you're watching a Super Bowl stadium packed with people, think about that amount of people every single day Let's for, for two years. That amount of people is in slavery today. That probably is more than was in slavery back in the day. Like, I, you would think... So you hear about slavery, you think about like, oh, back in the day, like that is fucking today. And I hate to say it, but like one of the reasons we find ourselves in this world that we're living in today is because of this bread and circus, the Circus Maximus, the fucking NFL and the attention that we give it, the the place in society that we give this, it's, it's, it's the corniest thing. And I, I don't know, like, I just, I might, I might, it might just be me. I don't even know. Dude, this shit steers culture. What, fucking OJ Simpson was a giant thing in my childhood. OJ Simpson. And only reason people cared about it. Oh my God, I just realized something. Of course he fucking, well, okay. Now, I gotta be careful. He got off, like he was, he was, he's judged innocent. But there are some people out there that speculate that he brutally murdered his wife and a waiter with a fucking knife across their goddamn throats and uh, and then uh, went on a police chase, slow speed police chase down the 405 back when I was like 10 years old or whatever. But that court case spawned uh, the Kardashians because Kim Kardashian's dad was best friends with and lawyer to oj simpson like there's like this weird tie-in with culture with the end with football players colin kaepernick kneeling because some race issue this happens right before the george floyd gets kneeled on and then the whole fucking country shuts down like this is like there there's some i don't know what it is <clears throat> there's something going on with these with the nfl and whatever, who was ever dealing with this simulation that we're in, like, there's, there's some ties, Taylor Swift, OJ, fucking Kaepernick, there's something there, I don't know, Aaron Rodgers recently has been talking about fucking Epstein Island list, and he, it's coming out that maybe he, maybe he's gonna be a whistleblower, uh, I don't know. Who knows? It's interesting. You know, this is all interesting. It's fucking interesting. And if you're not interested by it, then I don't know what to tell you. Because if you're just sitting there watching the game, getting depressed when your team loses and shit, like that shit is 
corny as hell. <laughs> Anyways, um, that's it for this week. <laughs> uh, it's a big football week, so I had to get... Uh, that just was on my mind today. But anyways, there's more shit. I'll probably be doing another episode soon, but I just had to get that out because I was watching these games today and I was like, what the F? This cornball shit. Never horny. Anyways, all right. Signing out. Till next time. Peace out.